Articulate Podcast. This is Savage. And I'm Todd. Thank you guys for tuning in. So this is episode one. It's a new year. Um, we're two young black professionals attempting to provide you guys an educated, but I would say lighthearted perspective on what the internet is talking about and what you guys care about. Um, no matter how ratchet we get, we're gonna make sure we leave you with a little more a little more knowledge than what you started with. Um, but yeah, happy new year though, Savage. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. New Year, new me. We we like halfway through January already, but this it's is still the first a new episode. Year. Right. Um, this first segment I like to call Articulate. So I'm going to run through a list of pop culture topics based on you guys' social media comments, your tweets, and different opinion pieces I find around the, the internet. But I find that a lot of times on these stories I, on social media, you guys in the comments are a lot funnier than the actual comedian so i like to take it from y'all's perspective um first story up cardi b barty right she's actually killing it right now so i really just wanted to mention her just because she's on top of her shit so i wanted to give her props um hater or lover she had an incredible 2017 and she's still killing it she's had two grammy nominations and it just was announced recently that she's performing at the grammys with bruno mars uh she Got engaged last year. She got a gang of BET Hip Hop Awards. Bodak Yellow was number one on Billboard Hot 100. And that's the first time that's been done since 98 by an unaccompanied female rapper. So I just want to say, I love Cardi. I love her little sister, Hennessy, which I think that's her real name. Look, Belle Calise and Hennessy. Belle Calise. Oh, did I roll my eyes? No. Anyway, that's why I quit Spanish. Mama, um, thank you for these names. (laughs) Okay, that mama don't care. She got all the coin. But I'm glad that she is like a legit little hood rat that made it up out the hood. She really is. And I feel like those are the most humble people. She has a lot of humility. And I I think she does do a lot of defending herself. If I was on her level, I would not be defending myself. You can call me all the hoes, talk about me being naked all you want. I'm coined up. You're yeah. not. Speaking of that, she, like, they have been posting a lot of the uh, old videos of her stripping and showing her titties and shit, and I've seen her at a couple, like, random parties, look like some Players Club shit, but it's like, why y'all hate? She's rich now. I'm sure richer than you right now, so. With fame comes the hatred in general, but I just want to say, you have Foxy, I don't know why, I don't know why. Def Foxy Brown was the first person to come out of my mouth. Anyway, Lil' Kim, Nicki Minaj, yeah. they sell sex. They Not have Foxy. their areolas out. Janet, I don't know why I threw her <laughs> in there. Probably because I was talking about nipples. But, yeah, Titty Ball's been out since rap, you know, since women started rapping in hip-hop. Now, is that the best thing from my feminist perspective? No. However, that's the reality. So, I think people pick and choose when they want to you know, call a female out. So we just whoever is popping in the moment, that's who's gonna get attacked. That's basically what it is. so more money, more problems, like Biggie said. Bell Calis, keep keep on <laughs> keeping on. Offset gonna continue. Do y'all think? I know. I wish them the best, but they are really trying to bring them down too with all these sex tapes and attempted or talking about him cheating. Yeah. I've seen, yeah. One just came messy. out with her and I'm offset. But that's what happens when you put your relationship out there. You know, you you give people the rope. Wait, they give yeah, you the rope, you hang yourself? yourself? 
It doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. Anyway, congrats, Cardi. Barty. Props to Cardi B. She got a bag to fix them teeth. Okay. Thank God, so. Them little jagged teeth. She has some jagged <laughs> little teeth, but she's out here shining with her brand new mouth, brand new nigga, brand new coin. Exactly. But that's the good news. Uh, we're going to move into this H&M story. I'm sure y'all heard by now. <sighs> H&M issued an apology on Monday for an image appearing on its uh, online clothing store uh, that showed a black child wearing a hooded sweatshirt that said, Coolest monkey in the jungle. The company removed the image on Monday after they got read their entire rights by everybody on Twitter and, so, and social media. Um, this, is, this is tragic. When I first saw it, you know, of course, I saw it on the Shade Room or Baller Alert, one of them. But actually, it was somebody else more reputable. Maybe Angela Rye. Um, who I absolutely love. But yes. when I first saw it, I was thinking they're either not going to issue an apology or it's going to be the standard, I'm sorry you felt that way, fuck y'all, the end apology. Right, so I really didn't want an apology. It's after just, they released it and Twitter and so the rest of social media was going to fuck in, they were still posting ads and shit. Like, buy this dress, buy this shirt. Like, what? Like y'all, so y'all don't see what's happening here. Like the whole world was getting in on this shit, right. and y'all still posting shit. They just, I mean, I wish black people were treated better, but we're not. So, the weekend who had a clothing line with them recently, he tweeted, "Woke up this morning shocked and embarrassed by this photo. Girl. I'm deeply offended and will not be working with H and M anymore." Please. Um, Another. So the weekend woke up on the weekend and decided no, he woke up on the weekday and decided he wanted to be black. Look, the weekend is woke now. Abel. Abel, you cut your dreads off. Okay? Your locks. That was the one thing that made him black. Right. No um, disrespect. I appreciate somebody standing up because when you have a platform like that, that's when people really listen, unfortunately. You know, the little Listen. people, we can talk all we want to. We can post all we want to on Twitter and Instagram. But until it's people that that can affect their coin, no one exactly. cares. Exactly. When you say fuck a check, just like Colin Kaepernick did for the whole season. Listen, Colin, career, Colin said, fuck my career. I'm standing up for what I believe in. And he's half, isn't he half black? Yes, he's half black. But listen, that half black makes up for a whole bunch of these niggas out here <laughs> that strictly date white women and all types of other foolishness. Look, it could have been a drop. You already know we claiming him. Okay. Um, Mr. Medina tweeted, In the year 2018, there's no way brands and art directors can be this negligent and lack awareness. So we have to do better. Um it's not even we have to do better. We need more representation. We need black people in those boardrooms. We need black people exactly. at the table. Because <laughs> if we're doing hair, doing makeup, that's cool. But we need the we need people in the the seats of power or the position to say, this is wrong. Or what the fuck are y'all thinking yeah. about? And I think it was Jesse Williams or somebody on social media posted a picture of their executive board. And, of course, everybody appeared to be white. All it would have took is one nigga... For that sweatshirt to bypass, and they would have been like, uh, no. It that said to be it. one black woman in the corner. One. Uh-uh. That's all you needed was one. Uh-uh. One. And from the back. 
And that's Listen, it. Go find one Quita in the office. She may be cleaning. I don't know what she may be doing, but give Stop. her a promotion. No. We... And I guarantee you this shit won't happen again. <laughs> Listen, would have flipped the damn table. Okay? <laughs> flipped a table. Not Food today. flying everywhere. Because it's 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 just irresponsible, especially with the climate right now. Like, I don't even want to bring it up because it's depressing, but even with slavery going on in Libya and with ugh, 45 in office, we just, we have a lot so much. going on. And we tend to think of things from a U.S. perspective in our own little bubble in the Western world, but all over the U.S., all over the world, excuse me, people feel like they can treat people of color any kind of fucking way, and I'm here to say we're not here for it. Yeah. Speaking of that, perspective of a lot of the folks overseas is what they see of us on TV, and it's all these reality shows and all that shit. So, I mean, we just, we fighting for our shit right now. So, H&M, you're not going to take nothing from us. At all, and I'm not even going to shop there, even though all these memes are showing Listen. how black people would still take money from them and shop. I'm not doing Listen. it. I'm boycotting. Fuck y'all. H&M recently had on their website, they had like an 80% sale, or up to 80% sale. Ain't going to help. I said... Y'all tried it, because niggas going to be all in that store side on each other like, nah. But uh, they, it's tempting, but uh, we can't support you, H&M. Just go to Zara. They ain't pissed us off yet. Shit, go to Zara. Forever 21. They, they, somebody else got you covered with some cheap clothes. Um, But Diddy offered the little boy from the H&M ad a uh, Sean John modeling contract. Um rumored to be a million dollars and um, i won't end on that so okay that little boy I, I honestly feel really bad for the little boy because he's gonna like when something's posted on the internet it's there forever right like it, it literally right. does not get deleted so this little boy is gonna have to grow up and they're gonna be like oh you're the little boy in the green gorilla sweater or the green monkey sweater you know what i mean like i feel like right. he's At still gonna, this is gonna shit, follow yeah. him well i hope he takes up diddy on that offer get that million dollars but um, Rachel Trollazal, as I like to call her, she posted a, a hoodie countering the H&M racist ad. Her hoodie and her ad said, coolest prince in the hood. Wrong, Rachel, wrong. Co oh, Look, God. all she I had really to do was show her. whoever oh. she goes to to get that nappy weave sewn in, and they would have kindly told her ass, Rachel, it's a no. I'm tired of Rachel ass, for real. Uh, Josie just Josie posted on social media, uh, hood prince, equally insulting to me. Why can't he be the coolest prince in the class or on campus? Somebody else said Rachel still just doesn't get it. No, because and she still got a little trickle of that true. white privilege. She wants to be, she want to be black, but she don't want to be black. That goes for everybody. The Kardashians, anybody that's putting filler in their lips and silicone in their hips. They want to be black, but they don't really want to be black. Come on down with the struggle. I'm just tired of Rachel. She needs to go away. She's canceled. Rachel. Left her in 2017. Right. Leave her ass in 2017. Wait, was that whole scandal in 2017 or 2016? I, it might have been 2016. but you Either know, way, trash. Yeah, she can go. Um, Genuine, have you heard the story about him on Celebrity Big Brother UK? I did, but you know... Genuine hasn't had any good press in a while. Last time it was coke or some kind of drug. And that was probably years ago. I know. I don't remember any recent press, so maybe that's why he did this. 
Um, but my only thing about being on shows like Big Brother, first of all, you're in the UK, but secondly, if you do well on that show, you're on the series for the whole summer, like three months. So oh you didn't have a show booked. Like, are they paying you enough to where that makes sense? Like, I hope so, because... You know what? Wasn't he in the group with Tyrese? He was, CGT. Because Tyrese just had a... Sp well, I was about to say he had a spell, but he just had a terrible season, you know, wow. of acting out on Instagram. And I think there's some kind of correlation between... It's some kind of correlation with that group. The only person that's not having issues is Tank. And he's yes. rolling them Tank hits out left and right. right and I know they were arguing about money at one point, but Tank is winning. Well, I hope that Genuine, you know, figures it out and somehow gets right. himself some positive press. But well, I, did he get donkey of the day for that? Probably, but th this is the story. Let me just tell you guys, fill you in on what happened. This is the story. It's probably not going to be too positive for him, but his cast member was a transgender woman by the, by the name of India... Oh, what is her last name? Irene. India Willoughby. She's a journalist, um, but they were sitting next to each other on the couch on one of the live episodes because they're like all in a house together and they have to live there cut off from the outside world. It's kind of like Survivor, but in a house. But anyway, she was sitting next to Genuine. They were talking about transgender women dating heterosexual men. And somehow the conversation led to her putting her arms around Genuine's neck and like trying to pull him in and ask him for a kiss. No. He was laughing, laughing it off and like pulling away saying no. And somehow this turned into genuine's a homophobe and trash and all that like the uh transgender activists was like against him now. So kind of going in on him on social media. I completely disagree. Take away the transgender aspect, no matter who it is, if I don't want you touching me or trying to kiss me. Get the fuck off me. Like, no. There's, I don't see any transphobia about that. What did Caitlyn say? Because I could have sworn she was the the poster child for um, trans people. You know what? I have no idea, but... She doesn't have I an got, opinion. I deleted Caitlyn in 2017. Her and Rachel can go. But, uh... This but story look, is a mess. I don't think Genuine did anything wrong in this particular case. Although I don't understand why he's on Celebrity Big Brother UK, that is wrong. He's but. just trying to get a check, you know. Some his publicist called and was it. like, "Look, it's this little show. I got a little lick for you to hit out in the UK." He fell through. Okay, let me just go out there and get a little check. But I am siding with him on this uh, because if I don't want you to touch me, no matter what's going on between your legs, don't fucking touch me. And nine times out of ten, I don't want anybody to touch me anyway because I don't know where your hand's been. I don't know what kind of germs you got. Keep your hands off me. Keep right. your hand on my pocket. I agree. And most of social media agrees with that, too. Don Tree 2002 j tweeted, that's his choice. He still has that right. And uh, there's a bunch of transphobic comments on there. Of course. But I'm not going to even entertain that, but I, he did nothing wrong here. Period. Sorry, Genuine. Yeah, but all right. So on a more positive note, I don't know if you saw Oprah's speech at the Golden Globes Award. I did. I love Oprah. Oprah. Yes. And didn't you right. see? You saw Stedman. She brought Stedman out of the house. I said, "Oh, this this right. is important." <laughs> <laughs> she said, "Stedman, look, put your suit look, on. You got throw, somewhere to go." She threw him in a tux every now and then when the moment's right. She threw that ass in a tux and was like, "Look, just." Come and sit and be cute. Thank you. But she received the Cecil B. DeMille Award 
And I wanted to shed a little light on the hashtag MeToo movement, which was long used by activist Tarana Burke, but it was brought to light in the wake of uh, Harvey Weinstein and all his shit he had going on. Um, but the movement was meant to denounce sexual harassment and assault. Harvey got, um, speaking of assault, Harvey got popped in the mouth. Go ahead. I just heard about that. Uh, I don't know the story behind that, but it was hilarious either way. He deserves whatever ass whooping is coming his way. Okay. Um, but also in response to the Weinsteins uh, and the Me Too movement was the Time's Up movement. And Oprah kind of shouted him out of her in her speech, but uh, also part of that movement where everyone was wearing black to the award show in a show of solidarity for the movement, um, except for a, a few people. One actress by the name of, the interesting name of, Blanca Blanco wore red and got drugged for it. White, her name means white woman, white man. So you should already know. You should already know. She ain't. She's not even white. She's not black, but she's not white either. She through. That I can say. Look, y'all, if you don't know what Blanca Blanco looks like, do a quick Google search. You will see her eyes are sitting on either side of her head like a pug. And she's through. And the dress Listen, was through. Blanca and the other people that didn't wear black to support the movement, they all said, I no longer want to work in Hollywood. And they, they were fine with that. So whatever. It, it just weakened, like, to me, it weakens the argument if you have a woman saying, oh, women's rights don't really matter. And I'm sure she didn't even think that far, because if you look at her, she looks kind of slow, kind of touched, you know. I'm sorry, slow's oh, rude, yes. but she looks a little, you know, special needs. So I just, I don't want to just brush it off because it is a big deal. We should, they should have been standing in solidarity. solidarity. Shit, we should all stand oh. in solidarity for that because... I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're sweeping up um, crumbs at the McDonald's or if you are some high-powered CEO or if you're a nurse. I don't care what your profession is or where you are in life. You shouldn't have to deal with anyone touching you or just sexually assaulting you in any way, shape, or form. And it could be something as, as minor as a suggestion. Like, you shouldn't have to feel uncomfortable just because someone is in a higher position of power than you. So, right. Blanca can go, and whoever else didn't wear black can fucking go. Listen, they didn't wear black, but they're being blackballed. I guarantee you that. They need um, to be. It's common decency. Like, try being a decent human being. <laughs> Well, uh, part of Oprah's speech, though, that stood out to everybody, uh, where she shouted out the, the Time's Up movement, she said, uh, for too long, women have not been heard or believed if they dare speak the truth to the power of those men, but their time is up. And at that moment, I, everybody stood up, started clapping. I feel like I was in an old Baptist church real quick. Did you quicken? I, I did quicken in the, <laughs> in the spirit I'm about to right now. <laughs> Come on, Oprah. But, Social media went in, of course, after that. Uh, the hashtag Oprah2020 started going up because uh, everybody's like, first of all, Trump can go, but if Trump can be president, I mean, Oprah damn sure can be president. So Gail King came back later on and said Oprah was intrigued by the thought of uh, actually running. So that's a step and in the right don't direction. Don't nobody know it. Gail know it, okay? That's her exactly. good Judy. And Gail knows what's really going on. And Gail. They got all the juice, all the tea. All the but, juice, uh, all the tea, all the coin. But yeah, I mean, I'm definitely here for Oprah 2020. Although, part of me 
feels a little selfish and I want to keep Oprah because I feel like her running for president and being caught up in those politics, we need Oprah's voice elsewhere. We need her money elsewhere. She always donated to these schools and shit and all these causes. I feel like a presidency would kind of hinder all that. I wouldn't mind her being in the White House because she'd be like, you get a tax break. You get a free, I want some free shit from Oprah in the White House. Oprah, please run for office and please look out for your girl. Listen, I wouldn't be mad. She got my vote either way. All right, so another story that was in the news. Of course, we got a something of involving Trump is always in the news because I think it can't stay off Twitter or social media. Or um, yeah. But journalist Michael Wolff's book on Trump called "Fire and Fury: Inside the Trump White House," which has sold over thirty thousand copies in the first couple days, uh, it's uh, gaining international popularity as well. But that it was released recently, and the Trump White House went into damage control mode. Like, they were panicking. And I'm reading that um, even in other countries like Singapore, um, they ran out of copies. The U.K. took only minutes to sell out. But the book claims, um, sorry, the book's author, Michael Wolf, claims he interviewed Trump over the course of the campaign and in the White House for a total of three hours. But, of course, Trump says it never happened. He said, that's a lie. never happened. I was I in Mar-a-Lago. Please, try again. Anybody else but Trump. Um... But some of the claims that the book makes are that Trump eats a lot of McDonald's because he's afraid of being poisoned. Newsflash, sis, you're being poisoned by eating McDonald's every day. Literally rat poison and other shit, preservatives and all kinds of foolishness in McDonald's. Keep eating it. Actually, double up. Triple up. That's a classic decision that Trump will make, thinking he's doing some smart shit and fucking himself up all the time. Girl, if you're that afraid, go buy the food and cook it. Watch somebody get, like, what? (laughs) <laughs> that's Dang. that Trump logic for you um, the, another claim was that Trump requested locks on his bedroom door which apparently is against protocol in the White House because the uh, Secret Service is always in and out and you know he scared somebody he scared somebody gonna bust in and see that little meat and take a picture or something little hands. and guess what <laughs> my boy in North Korea gonna really know who got the bigger nuclear button at that point so yes put the locks on the door Right. And then um, 45's uh, senior aides questioned his intelligence. That was another claim that the book made. But that that one, I didn't need a book to tell me. I did not need a book. I just need to know why they continue to work there because I wouldn't be able to do it. It can't be the check. Do you know they have to they have to turn in their phones? Now they can't take their iPads, smartwatches, fucking Fitbit. No electronics into the White House. Like, what is this? Um, like, am I? What kind of foolishness is that? Maybe that's why they got rid of um, Omarosa's ass. She said, "You will not be taking my phone. You know how black women are." Excuse me. <laughs> I know. You can't take mine. I know damn sure for sure. <laughs> Listen, you know. But uh, I just want to read you the tweet that uh, Trump put out there in response to the book's claims. He says, actually, throughout my life, my two greatest assets have been mental stability and being, like, really smart. Doubt it, Crooked Hillary. <laughs> Crooked Hillary also played these cards very hard and, as everyone knows, went down in flames. I went from very successful businessman to top TV star to president of the United States on my first try. I think that would qualify as not smart, but genius, and a very stable genius at that. Stable genius. That's the part that I was like, I that combination of words 
I just it doesn't make any sense. But I it's just Trump. I don't understand how he has so much time to tweet. Like I got a nine to five and I don't have time to tweet that much. I'm not the president of the free world. Find anything to do. Anything else but tweet. I can't wrap my mind around it. I don't know, but that, that tweet and like most of his other ones just proves, keeps continuing to prove that he's a fool. A whole fool. And, and y'all been black. Damn sure wasn't me. But uh, Twitter was going in. I got a few comments. It's a black girl tweeted, or it's an underscore black girl tweeted. Can you dislike a tweet? I try my damnedest, but uh, I give this tweet two thumbs down, four <laughs> thumbs down. Fine nine wine said, "How long is the impeachment process?" Listen, it need to be a week because he should have been gone. I'm so tired of him. Oh my god. Um, one more all day every day underscore twenty five said. So we just about to ignore that he was up at 4.30 a.m. on Twitter instead of doing the things he's promised to help this country. Exactly. And I also, didn't even catch that until I, didn't I went catch, back. But also in the book, he was saying he needs three, or maybe not in the book, but I saw it on the news that he said he needed three hours at the beginning of the work day yes. to decompress and relax. Sis, that's what you do when you get off work, not when you get to that's work. That's called sleeping the fuck in. That's what that is. The fuck? It was just beyond me. And people trying to defend it like it's okay. It's not okay. It's far from okay. Yeah, I'm over it. Trump, you're canceled. Cancel him. Is it not 2020 yet? He gotta go. He need to go before that. (laughs) All right, y'all. So that's it for Articulate. You wanna take a break? I got their brief message. This episode is brought to you by The Stephen Knight Show. The Stephen Knight Show combines heart, cultural views, fashion and business news, indie music, along with celebrities from the world of sports and entertainment. The Stephen Knight Show will kick off its eighth season on air January 22nd, 2018 at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Previous guests have included Michael K. Williams, Tito Jackson, Faith Evans, Kelly Price, uh, Pam Long of the R&B group Total, Montel Jordan, Evelyn Braxton, other celebrities, as well as many independent artists, movie directors, fitness and relationship experts. Um, the Stephen Knight Show airs each and every Monday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only at thestephennightshow.com. Welcome back. Now it's time for the articulated segment where we dig into a super hot topic of the moment. <laughs> I'm trying to hype it up, but today we're going to talk about net neutrality and if you guys haven't heard about it, please bring that ass from up under a rock. I'm just going to go over um, basically what it is, how long it's been happening or how long it's been around, and the current state of net neutrality and what you have to look forward to after the ruling on December 14th to roll back net neutrality. So this first, is, go ahead. Sorry, I was going to say this is definitely one of those topics that I heard about I know surface level, but I really don't know what the fuck it is. So this is good. When I first heard about it, it was a while ago because I listen to podcasts all the time. But I didn't really take it seriously until I saw all the celebrities on Instagram saying, oh, my God, they're going to jack 
the price of of cable up, the, your internet's going to go yes. through the roof, you're not going to be able to get on Instagram without paying 15 Now, I saw some really radical shit, so I was like, let me look into this and see what's well, really going on right. and not I take it at face value. It's going to cost me more money. That's what my antennas went up. Like, who? who right, what who? who? I'm not <laughs> fitting to pay nothing. I'm going to continue to log on to, the in, to Instagram in my bed, and I'm not going to pay, pay you shit else extra. But... In a nutshell, net neutrality is um, also known as network neutrality, is the idea that the internet is an open road and doesn't have a fast or a slow lane, but it provides equal access to anyone that wants to access it. So whether you are a um, YouTube company or Netflix, whether you're a, um, what's the word, information provider, right? Because you have the internet service providers or ISPs like your Comcast and your AT&Ts of the world um, that actually supplies the internet to most of the Western world. There's a couple of large companies that's doing all of the, the infrastructure and supplying us with internet. However, you have many information uh, networks like YouTube and Netflix that can produce content and push that out to the world. But this particular subject is mostly about the internet service providers when it comes to who the FCC can regulate because the FCC cannot regulate um, YouTube or I don't know why I keep saying YouTube or Netflix. There's so many other options. But just to give you an example of uh, the parties I'm talking about. So that's pretty much what net neutrality is. Open access not slowing anybody down, not blocking anyone, you know, no censorship when it comes to internet service providers. What were you saying about the ruling? December 14th? What was that? Yeah, so when 45 got into office, he... Oh, God. <laughs> with each new administration comes new appointments. So he appointed Ajit Pai, who actually is super intelligent, but again, he doesn't really, you know, his logic is a little flawed. But the ruling on December 14th, the FCC voted to dismantle rules that were regulating businesses that connect consumers to the Internet and granting broadband companies the power to potentially reshape Americans' online experiences. So broadband companies, again, are the AT&Ts, the Comcast, the Verizon Fios, those larger companies that are providing us internet. And there's a long history, which I think you guys should go and research because it dates all the way back to the 40s regarding the telecommunication systems. But in, you know, in summary of all of that history, every time there's new development. So we started out with the phone, right? The telephone systems. Way back in the day, your grandma had, my grandma had one of those joints that you put your finger in and run it yeah, around to the right. You had that. You had one of those? Huh? Yep, absolutely. For far <laughs> so, too long. Uh-huh. We had it for far too long, like way into the 90s. I feel like everybody had upgraded before we did. Oh, shit. Yes, back there on the dirt road. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but once we started to advance the telecommunication systems, as soon as they they came out with the modem, did you have the dial-up modem, Ty? I absolutely did. I remember trying to get on AOL and sitting there waiting like, I mean, <laughs> how much longer is it going to take? But, but The crazy part was we had nothing to compare it to, but even 
even with that, you still knew it was slow back then. Right, because you're ready to get online. I used to use it when I was in middle school to chat with my friends yeah. um, in, the instant, in the chat room and try to be slick, chat with boys, too. My, mama, my mom had that <laughs> shit in the living room. She was like, now nah, I need to see who you're talking to. Right. She she peeped game. She was like, "What's that gonna happen? Is you talk to random niggas? That's not gonna happen." That's but um, right. But basically, started out with the phone system. Then we got the modems, and then we started to get DSL. So after we got, and that's not dick sucking lips, okay? It's a type of internet. But after we got DSL, um, we progressed to broadband. But what the FCC is trying to do with each administration is to make sure that they are regulating that larger infrastructure uh, for the newcomers that want to join the party. So just like we had telephones or telecommunications rather, and then we had the modem, those are advancements that were brought about because these companies had the ability to buy in and to develop their own infrastructure and to join the market. So I don't care if you're a Democrat or a Republican, It's not a bipartisan issue. Everyone agrees that we should have freedom. We should have uh, the freedom of Internet providers to have the YouTubes develop and have the Netflix companies develop. However, where they disagree is how to go about it. So as you know, Republicans, they don't like a lot of regulation. They don't want people telling them what to do. They don't want the government especially to tell them what to do. So when we have a new administration in office, they're trying to deregulate the power that the FCC has over these Internet service providers. And the fear um, from everyone is that the Internet service providers is going to go, oh, shit, we can do whatever we want to do. We can charge you whatever we want to charge you for whatever we want to charge you for. Is that actually going to happen? No. It's not going to happen. I'm not with it, but... It's not in their best interest to do that, but Ajit Pai, the current chairman of the FCC, his argument is that, well, if we keep net neutrality, then the the larger companies, the larger ISPs are not going to want to develop infrastructure in the rural areas. Newsflash, they haven't developed infrastructure in the rural areas to date, so what's rolling it back going to do? But in order for him to repeal... The open internet, um, what is that shit called? The open internet, basically the ruling that was on in 2015 by the Obama administration, in order for them to repeal and roll that back, they had to present a good argument as to why we needed to roll back net neutrality. And his argument is that, well, it's going to stifle Comcast and AT&T from developing infrastructure in those rural areas so again i think you guys should go out and research it further but just know no no one is going to charge you ten dollars to log on to netflix or no one's going to charge you fifty dollars to get onto youtube that's an extreme example of what a company is able to do if they're deregulated however The current state and going forward, there are plenty of states that are putting their own rules into law and they are um, suing the FCC. There are many of the activist companies, um, excuse me, activist groups that are suing the FCC as well. But as you guys know, if you follow the weed laws too, 
I'm just trying to whisper. I don't want anybody to hear me. But if you follow those, you know, states can come up with their own rules. But right. if the federal law says one thing and the state says another thing, it's just going to get hung up in court. But ultimately, the federal law is going to um, overrule the state law. So it's a lot going on with it. I think you guys should definitely go out and check it out. All you need to know is you can continue to log on to Instagram, continue to log on to Snapchat. Nothing's going to change. It's not like the price is not going to increase. But again, make sure you go out there, get educated, get articulate in case somebody tries you at the water cooler. Tell them you know a thing or two about net neutrality. And my mouth is dry, so we're going to take a quick break. This episode is brought to you by The Stephen Knight Show. The Stephen Knight Show combines heart, cultural views, fashion, and business news, indie music, along with celebrities from the world of sports and entertainment. The Stephen Knight Show will kick off its eighth season on air January 22nd, 2018 at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Previous guests have included Michelle Williams, Tito Jackson, Faith Evans, Silena Johnson, Fonsworth Bentley, Monifa and Pam Long of R&B Total Group and many other celebrities, as well as independent artists, movie directors, fitness, relationship experts. They got a little bit of everybody. So I think you guys should definitely tune in. The Stephen Knight Show airs each and every Monday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, only at thestephennightshow.com. All right, y'all, we're back. So we like to close this thing out with a segment we call Words of the Week. I will give a couple words and their definitions, and Savage and I will attempt to use those words in a sentence, hopefully related to the topics that we discussed this week, but it depends on the word because I can't promise you anything. But um, the first word, Savage, you ready? I'm ready. First word is placate. Placate. That sounds like some on your teeth that shouldn't be on your teeth, but go ahead. (laughs) I, swear, I know I heard this, before, heard this one before, but the definition doesn't ring a bell. Placate is a verb. It's spelled first of all. It's spelled P-L-A-C-A-T-E. Placate. It means uh, to cause someone to feel less angry. So placate is a verb to cause someone to feel less angry. Okay. Okay. So you're trying to calm somebody down, you know? So after the book came out. Melania, she didn't even attempt to placate Trump after it came out because she didn't give a shit. That's not a good sentence. Hold on, let me try again. Hold on. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hold on. Look, look. action. Huh? Let's see. I'm trying to think of one, too. Go ahead. Um, Placate. You might have tried to placate. But don't try to play Kate me. That's you talking to your baby daddy who was trying to play somebody named Kate. Okay, okay. That's all um, I got. Oh, I got one. Um, H&M tried to play Kate us sure did. By, with that 80% sale. That's perfect. I'm still mad, but that I is that. perfect. But, um, all right. Next word, horn swoggle. <laughs> horn swoggle. Horn swoggle or corn swoggle? Listen, y'all probably never heard it either, so this is a learning opportunity. Listen up. Horn swoggle is spelled H O R N S W O G G L E. It's a verb 
and it means to bamboozle or hoax. Listen. <laughs> Listen, what you not going to do, H&M, is try to hornswoggle me into buying no 80% off blood clothes. You're not getting no money out of me. No, that wasn't a good one. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hornswoggle. What's the definition again? To bamboozle or hoax. Wait, I got one. Hold on. All right. 45. Has attempted to hornswoggle America, but the shit ain't working. Fuck that! He did hornswoggle America and got Fuck his ass that. in office. Fuck you, me. I ain't for his ass. He I'm just saying he hornswoggled Middle America into thinking <laughs> that he was gonna look out for them, and they still think it. And as soon as that the paperwork was signed, the ink was dry, he got in that office. He, he said, said "Bye, brokies. I'm going to Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> Fuck y'all." <laughs> Pay more taxes, stupid. <laughs> exactly. And don't say, and don't at me. That's what the fuck he said on Twitter. <laughs> Look, fuck y'all, I'm in office. Don't at me. Well, unless it's going to be a problem. Y'all want to smoke or not? Wait, did you go? Yeah, I went. My sentence is wack as shit, but yours is oh, good, that's so great. Better. Mind you, I did not think of a sentence before this. Um, But yeah, that's all we got for y'all. Um, so please remember to visit us at thearticulatepodcast.com. Right now, all the episodes will be available on our SoundCloud and YouTube pages. We will be adding more ways to listen very soon, including Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. Um, but the website will always be the best source to find out the ways to listen to the show because we'll keep that updated. So keep checking our website periodically uh please remember to subscribe to our page wherever you listen so you can get notified as soon as new episodes are made available every thursday also please join our mailing list on our website if you go to our homepage, it's at the bottom of the page there's a little few lines to fill out name email and stuff like that uh again it's thearticulatepodcast.com to stay updated on everything happening with savage and i I just want to thank you guys for joining us on our premiere episode. This is the first Ooh. one of many to come. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope I didn't get on your nerves. And <laughs> I hope you come back. But please engage with us on all social media at The Articulate Podcast. Follow us on Twitter. That handle is actually The Articulate PC. And Instagram and like our page on Facebook and go to our website, thearticulatepodcast.com and come back and see us next week. All right, y'all. We out. Bye.